It's a wet Wednesday here in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco. It's about 52 degrees. I am here to report that my uprising against the British throne, to which I am rightly owed, was unsuccessful this time, but we will not give up. We'll continue mustering support and sentiment, legal and moral arguments in favor of our position. But the House of Windsor, this Germanic people, now unjustly occupied the throne of England. Great wrong was perpetrated in the late 15th century, resulting in my disenfranchisement. I am not the usurper. Henry VII was the usurper. I am the rightful Plantagenet, and the throne belongs to me. It's the cause I will die for, and I will never stop believing in. If you believe in this cause as well, if you believe that a return to the Plantagenet dynasty is the destiny of England, then send $10 to Alfred's World of Trousers and help Alfred spread his message of trousers and love around the world to all those in need and all those who are in need but don't realize it. To everybody within the scope of Alfred's radiant aura of love. Don't give up hope. The mission continues. The Plantagenet dynasty will be restored. Equilibrium will reign in the land. And Alfred will continue to bring the best trousers to the people. My name is Perkins Warbeck. You're listening to The Gates of Delirium. Here at MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to the latest iteration of the band Gong. This is from 2021. A live show, My Sawtooth Wake, is the title of it. The latest from Gong.
don't tell me about it.
That was the latest iteration of Gong, an early progenitor of progressive rock out of the Canterbury scene, way back in 1971. I've tried to Smile is over. 
just a face where I can hang my
We began and, then, and ended the show tonight with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That was Trilogy from the Trilogy album. It's been a pleasure to be your host this evening through the Gates of Delirium. I hope you have enjoyed this tour of challenging and idiosyncratic and unconventional music for contrarians. I know you are one. All the best people are. My name is Perkins Warbeck. I am the claimant to the English throne. And until further notice, I'll be back here hosting The Gates of Delirium every Wednesday at 6 p.m. here at the Mutiny Radio, the spacious and state-of-the-art studios at 21st in Florida in the Mission District in San Francisco, California.
Hey everybody. Um, nope. It's December. December 4th. We are broadcasting. We're in San Francisco. People? Start off the show with some music as always. I said some some songs I've been meaning to play for a while now. Days like today is like a lot of energy to get everything organized tunes for Really go fast. Band called in. Feeling pretty Worn out today. Um, I try not to talk too much about my personal life. There, and uh, my partner's mother passed away of COVID. That's been grieving, sadness, and anger. All of these preventables, and the people in positions of power who have let it happen. Been able to receive top care and medication. Difficult not to feel enraged. I was already enraged previously, of course. Just seeing how this the ripple effects. Every day, at least two thousand people in the United States alone. How many people that's affecting? So. Adjusting. I don't even have the, the words for it. Nothing I can say. Feels like well suited enough to the gravity of the situation and something than nothing at all. And I'm just thinking about how many preventable deaths are and have been in this country. It seems like it's a recurring theme here. I used to think the United States should change. Instead of being the United States of America, should be like the United States of victim blaming, because I feel like that's really in the and maybe maybe it should be called the uh, United States of preventable death. I every year healthcare because they don't have housing because their wages are so low they can't afford to keep their themselves and their families alive. Think of folks who prison, think of folks who are killed by police, people who should be alive right now. Wars kill and be killed. Folks who take their own lives. Right now, 
right-wing terrorists. We don't have clean drinking water. Or live in a place that's uh, environmentally polluted. Clean air, for instance. There's a high risk of cancer. Corporations just want to keep on making money, and we're seeing it now more than ever. As long as the quote-unquote economy keeps going, it doesn't matter how many people die. That's always been the case, but it's even more apparent now. Friday, the truth of what's happening, deliberate truth, many news outlets are quote police, for instance, questioning them, we are a corporation, poisoning the planet, politicians who I don't think I need to name any names in this film, <laughs> I mean, there's so many of them, I wouldn't even have the time to name them. That they're for the people, and then end up telling the people to be quiet and to live a life free of fear. And how dare we? How dare we? Listen, right? Listen to all these people. Thankfully, more and more people. We have some news articles. Didn't prepare as much as usual. We'll be getting there. But I'd start off with something lifting note. Counterintuitive, however, I think it's I think also a reminder that there are movements that are constantly happening and actions that are happening that a lot of us don't know about. Uh, we have to seek them out and or hear about them from other people. Media, new, you know, news outlets—they don't want to remind us that when we come together, we can we can push back and human rights. France, for instance, stupid. I'm going to kill. Summarize best I can. I'm going to get illegal to record police looking bad, which I guess is how can you not do that? Flip a camera. And say, oh wow, you're getting paid to oppress people. You don't even have to do anything. Just be like, this is this exists. Funding they get while schools are closing, public transit's closing, people can't get hou housing and healthcare. It's just, anyway, people in France went, they rioted as they often do, and the government in France was like, okay, let's let's take a step back. Maybe we, we won't do this. We won't do this. That was 
happen again. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. You know, it's like this thing where, where like, if ever it's people are doing everything they can simply just victim blaming, pointing the finger. Oh, how dare you? How dare you riot? Authoritarian Some positive news. Uh, this is from People's Dispatch, and I think it's also has to find outlets that are going to provide an unbiased reality, or at least not a pro-authoritarian I did find this from a site called People's Dispatch, Fist in the Air. Photo as farmers from India. The red flags. Going to assume that this story that uh, has some compassion for them. 250 million people participate in countrywide strike in India. This came out on November 20th. By police repression and the COVID-19 pandemic, workers and farmers and their allies across India participated in and India strike recent neoliberal reforms forced through by the Andhra Modi government. On Thursday, November 26th, India witnessed the biggest organized strike in human history. How is this not, like, bigger news? I mean, I know why, but, like, it's out there. This is big news. Over 250 million workers and farmers, along with their allies among students, feminists, and civil society groups, participated in the nationwide strike. The strike coincides with India's Constitution Day, which commemorates the adoption of the Constitution in 1949 and comes in the background of an unprecedented attack on workers' rights and farmers' protections by the right-wing government and Prime Minister Modi. The protests by farmers in states around Delhi continued late into the night on Thursday and into Friday. Thousands of farmers have broken blockade after blockade and are marching to the city. Water cannons have repeatedly failed to break their spirit. They are expected to reach the borders of Delhi on Friday. Last Friday. The strike was organized by a coalition of workers and farmers movements, National Trade Federation, and the Umbrella Group. All India Kisan Dang Harsh Farmer Struggle Coordination Committee (AIKSCC) that consists over uh, of over 200 farmers across India, women's rights groups, student unions, NGOs, society organizations. Strike. The strike also received support from left parties and several opposition. Some of the key demands contained in the 12-point charter put forward by the organizers include the withdrawal of a series of laws recently passed by the Modi government including key labor and farm price protection, a rollback in the recent disinvestment policies of government-owned enterprises, implementation of existing welfare schemes for workers, and expanding welfare policies to aid the masses affected by the economic fallout of the COVID-19 pandemic. Photo here, barricades in the middle. There's water cannons. Uh, water from the water cannons is like going over. A lot of people on the ground. It's an overhead shot. Thousands of farmers, along with members of trade union groups and other movements across India, also led a rally to the national capital of Delhi. The rally was met with fierce repression from police, made use of a blockade charges and water cannons to stop the march. Eventually, the blockade was breached. Similar confrontations 
authorities, workers, and farmers brought major metropolitan cities like Calcutta and Mumbai to a standstill. Britons organized heavy transport to work the industrial and mining belts across East India also witnessed virtual shutdown. Organizers have stated that the strike is a buildup for upcoming struggles in India. Workers and peasants will not rest until the disastrous and disruptive policies of the BJP government are reversed. The strike today is only a beginning. Much more intense struggles will follow, said Pawan, General Secretary of one of the trade union confederations participating in the strike. The strike comes at a time when the economic fallout of the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed India into a veritable recession, exacerbating existing inequalities and deprivation. India's gross domestic product, GDP, has declined by a record 23.9%, while unemployment has soared to an unprecedented 7%. Amidst such all-around crisis, the right-wing government, led by the Bharatiya Janata Party, has implemented a new amendment to labor codes and introduced farm bills that have reversed major historical progresses made in workers' rights and farm protection. So in Japan, they should see photo, they will be speaking, uh, advocate everyone listening. Uh, despite police attempts to suppress the strike in several massive rallies, several, uh, several cities, uh, massive rallies were held across the country. Members of the Health Employees Union and Workers Guarol uh, now report a major port of Mumbai celebrate uh, participate in the strike. The next photo marching. Trade unionists blockaded a national highway, the National Highway 31, known as the Great Highway, that connects Calcutta Next is another photo, flag, blockade of key railway lines was also witnessed in major cities across India. Pictured here is Calcutta. Here's another photo of mines. Refineries in Assam, the northeast rich in oil and natural gas reserve, were shut down by the strike. Another photo of police in the state of Haryana detained participants at a protest rally on their way to capital Delhi. Delhi's two neighboring states, Haryana and Punjab, coordinated attempts with the rally protesters in the capital. Next is the blockade. Uh, Delhi police blockade Photos here. Lots of people. Photos. In the meanwhile, the protesting farmers held counter blockades in Punjab, Haryana, and Delhi. Photo. Protesters, workers protest in Calcutta, uh, satellite city of Delhi. Wow, another photo of a march. Lots of people. Massive protests were also held in several states. Here's a protest rally held in the state of. Telangana. Photo textile workers in the city of Well, joint platform of Central Trade Unions, Independent Federation and Association, one day nationwide strike. Protests were also held across India. Has been under a virtual government 
over a year, and because of government policies of mobilizing and recruiting different groups, sending lots of love and solidarity out to all these folks protesting. And again, if you'd like to check out the article featured in peoplesdispatch.org, um, come in back to this website. It looks like a really good resource. And we'll also be sharing the link to this article on our webpage as well, peoplesrev.org. All right. Myself out of a that's so inspiring. So I'm gonna play some more music. Hopefully it won't be too depressing. Uh, depressing. We'll see, and uh, <laughs> and then we'll be back.
No one else. 